Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Now that school is back in session, the sheep at the Arlington Sheep Unit may see new faces in the barn. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, visiting with Todd Taylor, the sheep program manager. He tells me more about what he expects for the new school year in terms of student engagement, research, and market prices. You know, we're, we're still busy with research. Um, we've got some, some breeding, uh, we're right in the heart of breeding season, making next year's lamb crop. Uh, we'll finish that up here in about, all oh, 30 to 45 days yet, and then we'll start lambing. We're actually lambing some ewes this week for sheep and wool festival. We've got some more ewes due to lamb in October. Um, there won't be a lot of student activity this, in, as far as Madison Animal Science students or UW-Madison Animal Science students. We won't have a lot out this fall. I do have two student workers that are continuing to work for me through the, the fall and into the winter, um, and then I do believe we've got MATC scheduled to come out with their vet tech program a couple of times this fall but uh, we really won't start a lot of animal science and vet science students again until lambing season starts next spring. How was the summer for you? Did you have <laughs> help you need? How did you battle the heat? The, the summer went by extremely fast. Uh, I took a lot of vacation this summer. My family also shows sheep quite quite competitively and, and we do a lot of traveling. We went from essentially we went from east coast to darn near west coast hauling sheep in, in our gooseneck trailer this summer so I think we went to Massachusetts the last week of July or to uh, June. Uh, we were home for Lodi Fair and turned around and went to Montana for the National Targi Show a week and a half later. So we've been we've been a few miles. My son even took some sheep out to his oldest sister to show at the Wyoming State Fair after our State Fair in August. So so we've we've uh, battled the, the fuel prices and put a lot of miles on our pickup mm-hmm. this summer hauling hauling show sheep for the kids. Not UW sheep, just personal sheep. Not much of a vacation then, but if you love what you do, it's it's not work, right? That's that's the way my kids grew up is, you know, our family vacations, we're going to a sheep show somewhere in the United States. So. <laughs> a story for a lot of the farm families here in Wisconsin. Yep. So now as we look ahead into the school year, you, you mentioned you've got some ewes due this fall. Now when I think of lambs, I think of the spring but you have, you're so, lambing in the fall. Why is that? So sheep are a seasonal breeder, and, and typically most, most sheep in the United States are born in the winter and spring months from January through usually June. Um, but there are quite a few uh, breeders that are trying to do out-of-season or, or a-seasonal breeding with, with these ewes, breeding them in the spring to lamb in the fall. And the reason for that is the demand for, for lamb in the United States is as high as it's ever been, and it's not seasonal. The demand's year-round. Um, but the supply is very seasonal. So some of the breeders take, take advantage of the out-of-season breeding potential of some of these breeds and some of the new technology we have to get them bred to lamb in the fall so that they have lamb available in those times when supply is in, is of short, short. you know, the demand's still there, but supply is short, and they can take advantage of some higher prices that way. So we, we try to get more ewes than what I get to lamb. I've only got 29 lamb in this fall, and I'd like to double or triple that. If I could get 100 ewes to lamb in the fall, I'd be tickled to death. It just It's a little challenging to get it done. Take special genetics, take special management, um, and we're just not quite there yet. And people power, and you're yeah. lucky enough to have some students come out to volunteer, yeah. but I mean, how is that interest among young students at UW or other schools in the area? 
You know, I think in the Midwest that's probably been a, been a problem with some of these bigger stu- schools is getting students involved. I've got two great grad or great undergrads that have been working for me for a year and a half now. It seems like I, I have a pretty steady supply of students that want to work for me, um, so I don't have too much problem with that. And, and then we have volunteers that like to come out during lambing season. Um, you know, so so it's it's been steady for me. Um, we've got some graduate work going on too, so I've got some graduate students that spend quite a bit of time working on their masters and their their PhD programs and and their collecting quite a bit of data so we've got quite a bit of traffic going through the sheep unit in Arlington right now yeah give us an idea of uh, the work that goes on at the sheep unit not just the labor you put in but the research side of things what are some of those projects that you're seeing this fall so we've got uh, essentially we've got uh, two graduate students that are working on one's work one I think they're both essentially working on PhD programs and then we just are, are finishing up a postdoc um, with Dr. Katib, a geneticist on campus he's got a young lady that's been working for him for about three years now that she's got a full-time job in Illinois that she's leaving for in October but she's been spending the last three summers collecting a lot of data on a on a transgenerational project and it's actually a kind of a combination nutrition and genetics program that we've been doing for about six years now we're going into our six years sixth year on it she's been collecting data on rams for the last two or three summers um, and then these new graduate students are in dr adcock sarah adcock's um, animal welfare and animal behavior department section and and she's doing some some tracking on animals and and uh, doing some animal behavioral studies that are really kind of neat we've got some projects coming up that in october with some ewe lambs that she developed this spring that we're going to breed and look at interactions between rams and ewe lambs so i'm kind of interested to see what kind of research what kind of data she comes back with on that how many head do you got at the sheep unit right now we're running just shy of 200 head total we're about 140 polypays we've got about 40 hamps and about a dozen targie uses all we've got left right now so we're down on the targies we've still got them for demonstration and outreach and promotional projects just for for teaching to show the the industry or the diff the variation in the industry we've kept three breeds um, but we still the polypays are kind of the research group that we've got and then the hamps are there to to produce show, uh, judging animals and animals for the meat lab and stuff like that um, and and then, like I said, the poly, uh, the Targis are kind of our demonstration flock on the wool breed side of things. You're in the market, so you, you got to make money too. So t- uh, tell me about how market prices are. What are you putting into wool to meat, yeah, yeah. etc.? So our biggest fund or our biggest money maker for the sheep program at Arlington is our annual production sale. We are we are heavily involved in the National Sheep Improvement Program, which develops estimated breeding values. Similar to EPDs on cattle, we get estimated breeding values or EBVs on sheep based on performance traits. And, you know, we've been doing this for the 20 years I've been in Arlington, and we've got some polypays that are that are as strong as any breeder out there in the United States right now. And it's an online sale. We've got about 60 head of polypay ewes, and I think we've got uh, five polypay rams and I think a total of eight hamps that will be on that sale. And buyers can bid from anywhere in the United States online. We used to do it in a live auction format run by students that, that, that promoted it. Um, we've had trouble getting volunteers to do that for the last few years, so we switched to where myself and my undergrads um, and my hired man do it, and, and we do most of it online. It takes a lot of time to picture, to picture all the animals, video all the animals, and upload all that data. In fact, I'm still working on it. I've got some of them up on the website 
already, but I've got a bunch more to put up. I'm hoping I can get some internet access tonight so I can get a few more lots developed before I go to bed tonight. So Yeah. Hey, well, where can people check that out? Is it a- So it's 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 hosted by Willoughby.com, Willoughby Livestock, WLivestock.com, Willoughby Livestock Sales. Um, it's one of the, they, they are the predominant, one of the predominant sheep uh, marketers for online sales in the United States right now, and they've run it for us for about three years now and done a really good job for us. So Willoughby.com. You know, WilloughbyLivestock.com or WLivestock.com, I think, is where they can find that site. There's several on there, but if they scroll down, they'll see the University of Wisconsin production sale is one of the sites that they're hosting in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and I'm sure that's an important sale, especially this year with the input costs high, even for our university producers, between feed and fuel and other input costs. Tell me, how have you been navigating that field? You know, we actually did very well this last year. Part of the the you know the, the merger between dairy science and animal science seemed to to kind of excite some researchers again to do some research at the sheep unit and and you know through grant dollars that they receive they kind of filter some of their grant money into our program to help support research and, and teaching and and actually our production sale was extremely successful my ram sales for the last year have been good and we actually came out in the black this last year so not just break even we actually generated a little bit of positive income which the college of ag was very happy with because oh, yeah. that's that's in in past years been kind of tough and and but we were able to to show a positive gain this year and hopefully we can continue that in the future if things stay stay the course they are right now. I want to look ahead again to some of the classes that you'll be offering um, through the sheep unit in the fall including some shearing maybe some lambing tell me what folks can expect. So annually for about 15 years now we've hosted a beginner sheep shearing school and and that's a two-day event we furnish all the equipment we furnish all the sheep and we have the Huber sheep shearing family from the Wisconsin Dells come in as our lead instructors and then my boys help instruct and I help instruct. We've scheduled that a little bit later this year and it's also on a Thursday and Friday. Um, we're, at, we're hosting it the, the 15th and 16th and, and if they send me an email uh, we can get, we've got a pretty good waiting list. I don't think we're going to have a problem filling it this year. We can only host about 20, 20 students for that event um, and I think we've got a wait, pretty good waiting list so I don't think we'll have trouble filling it this year but you can still send me an email. We'll add you to the waiting list for future schools but uh, you know sheep shearing in the Midwest is becoming a dying art. It's really hard for shearers to be found to, to shear small flocks so so we try to do our part in trying to train people that, to shear them themselves or maybe turn out one or two that can go out and do a little bit of shearing commercially um, so so we, we we try to offer that every year on our radar and it's not 100% set in stone we haven't picked a date yet we've had some interest from producers to have a beginning sheep lambing school and being able to come in and have some hands-on education on you know potential problems that they have to deal with during lambing season um, you know preventative efforts before lambing starts and, and then how to raise those lambs and rear them from lambing to weaning and and we've been looking at doing something like that for quite a few years and our small ruminant team that we've developed at the statewide level uh, I mentioned that to them and there's some interest there we're going to probably meet in the next day or two and and talk about it and discuss it a little bit and see what we want to do and we'll try to get that on the on the docket as well but it's not set in stone yet and then of course we will have our Arlington sheep uh, sheep days in probably the first weekend in April that's in conjunction with the Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Board of Directors there or the Wisconsin Sheep Breeders Co-op annual meeting, and we host that up at Arlington at the Public Events Building. So yeah. we will have that again. Again, that date isn't officially set yet. And we'll likely catch up with uh, Sheep Unit Director Todd Taylor ahead of those late spring events, especially because lambing season will be in early spring. Some good news and excitement coming out of the Sheep Unit in Arlington, especially because their sale starts Friday. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.